0: Today's show is all about bringing a food truck concept to life and building its foundation so that that concept can grow. I'm excited to be joined by Temperance Fair and Scott Renton, who are the founders of Burger Crush, a quickly growing concept in Victoria, Canada that brings the perfect burger back from a simpler time. Welcome to Guest Getter, the best place for restaurateurs to learn the art and science of getting more new guests, getting guests coming back more often, and getting guests spending more per visit, so that you can be more profitable and do more of what you love. My name's Kyle Gilfoyle. Let's hit it. Scott and Temperance, how are you guys doing? Doing well, Kyle? Oh. Yeah, doing great. Thanks for asking. How you doing? Awesome. I'm doing well. Yeah, great. It's great to have you guys on. I've I've wanted to have you on for a while um, because I think you guys have done a pretty awesome job. You know, taking a like a food truck concept and bringing it to a brick and mortar uh, location, and it looks like you guys are are poised to, to grow that. And ten percent of you, uh, you have at least two concepts that are are food trucks. Is that right? Yes. Uh, Burger Burger Crush and taco justice. Yeah. Awesome. So I, I love, I love opening these, uh, these podcasts with, uh, this, a similar question, which is how would each of you describe your, your particular zone of genius or your, like your expertise? What, what do you each bring to the table? My culinary background, um, and, uh, uh being a red tail chef and, uh, having that kind of creative process over, um, a number of years definitely lends to the, uh, the the creativity when it comes to the food side of things, absolutely, um, and the kitchen side of things, and uh, most definitely um, Scott's um, uh, capabilities like like very very strong capabilities when it comes to uh, developing uh, developing a brand and furthering a business um, and building and building. Uh, uh, very effective teams. So I think that's, that's kind of where we meet in the middle on that. What's one thing that's so temperance for you, um, on the, the food side, the, the culinary development side, um, what's one thing that you, you kind of learned the hard way, um, through the process of, of building these, uh, these concepts out. Is there, is there something that comes to mind? Yeah, I think the, um, the challenging thing for me is, um, Kind of harnessing and, and controlling that creativity starting with taco justice i think um my uh, spectrum of uh harnessing in what i was doing was i think was quite broad um using the taco shell as a as a vessel for al- almost anything and so the the level of of creativity creativity the limitless kind of um capacity for what you could do, I guess, at at times was almost a bit too much. And so, uh, yeah, I think uh, Burger Crush coming after Taco Justice, certainly was the learning curve for me in that um, I could dial something down to uh, uh, a very small spectrum and just do it super, super well, and, uh, and sort of achieve the same level, if not greater success with it. That's awesome. And, and Scott, so yeah, I, I know like you and I worked together at, uh, at, Canoe. You, you were the general manager and, um, and so, yeah, you clearly took a whole bunch of skills and applied it to, to your own concept. Um, but what was one thing that, what was something that took you by surprise uh, going from, you know, the GM to uh, owner restaurant tour? What's, what's something you had to learn the hard way um, through, through, through?
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, finding that 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 different level, I suppose, was um, um, it's something that I always had a passion to do, and I've I've watched temperance do it for years. And as a general manager, you're um, <clears throat> I think uh, you're in charge of most things, anyways, in the operation of the business, um, except for when it comes to uh, writing the check. Um, so that was a big um, um, change for me, you know. Well, for the first time, a cooler went down, and I trust me, I've ordered many coolers for uh um Canoe and you know put them on the uh the company credit card. And um, and then this time around, it was like, all right, so that three thousand dollars is actually just coming out of uh um my bank account now, <laughs> or, or our bank account, I guess, the business bank account. So, so that was a big change for me. Um, and um, yeah, the the um, the tenacity, the, that, uh, you need to, um, to run a food truck and operate a food truck was something that, um, um, I think tempers pers- purposely kept from me, um, you know, the, the amount of work that it was, uh, before we opened it. Um, so yeah, that was something that was, a a huge education for me. It was, uh, um, you know, from, from the, the seven in the morning, figuring out how I'm going to cut the fries, um prep them and get them to the truck uh, before we opened at 1130 to closing it down at night and just everything that went on in between was uh, um, a huge education for me.
0: For sure. And, uh, you know, I think that a lot of people have uh, really like there, there are these romantic visions of having a food truck, right? And, um, and could so could, could you guys speak a bit to what about those romantic visions people have what which ones are like real and which ones are like like just delusional does that make sense
1: which ones like, are real and which ones are yeah like yeah.
0: like what so your the visions that you had and you're like oh it's going to be awesome to have this food truck which ones of those like like actually panned out and that the, it was like it actually is awesome to have a food truck and which ones are like it actually sucks balls having a food truck I imagine there's a bit of both
1: yes for sure um i'll i'll take this one um to start off with sure. you you probably have way more than me um i would say that uh um, the biggest thing that i i loved about it um was um and we this is the lucky part about being in the restaurant industry is um and especially in a food truck is you could you could see the immediate reaction or the um um, you could really connect with the guest or customer that's buying from you um, right away so that's awesome and you get immediate feedback and um people were happy um what uh what what sucks is um um the uh um the, the schlepping back and forth i'll give you an example is like um food trucks are, don't have plumbing so we have the we have the privilege of bringing all of our water to the truck and filling up the, the tanks um on a regular basis as well as taking all the wastewater away so um that's always kind of a um a fun thing to mm-hmm. that it is not fun at all so
0: yeah got it got it yeah. anything anything you want to add yeah, I think uh, you know it's it's funny because I think I had an interview with uh, Khalil Akhtar with C uh, CBC Radio when I first opened uh, Taco Justice like ten years ago, and he asked me the same question, and it it, it the answer is very very similar to what Scott said is that there's no uh, there is no service staff in between you and the customer, and I think that that's something that I had experienced up until that point in my culinary career is that you know you're you're buried in the kitchen. You're you're not face to face with the customers. Certainly, there's the open concept idea of, of a kitchen, but you're not really having that communication or interaction with the customer, which is what I wanted and, and what I crave. I think I, um, uh, you know, as maybe more so as a younger person, was quite a bit more of an extrovert, and uh, and didn't have that um, didn't have the opportunity to really have that interaction with people. And and like Scott said, you you know, if you give uh or you know you sell something to somebody and they appreciate it you know it right away and uh if if, if you sell something to somebody and they don't appreciate it you also know it right away right, right? um uh, which is which to me is just it's it's so it's so important you know and then there's you know there's endless there's an endless list of of reasons why you should never open a fleet truck like i I, could, I, can't, I can't even get into the list. Like there's definitely people out there that that are like, I have the best, you know, uh, clam chowder recipe. Like it's unreal, you know, but never, never stake your time and efforts and money on the fact that you make one fantastic, you know, bowl of clam chowder, you know, mm. so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, totally, and I uh, I definitely know what you guys mean about uh, getting that instant feedback from people. When I was yeah, when I was bartending, I always, I'd always just be like staring at them as they like <laughs> had their first sip of a cocktail to see if they liked it. Uh, maybe it was a little creepy, but um, yeah. So uh, I'm curious uh, when you guys when you guys first started. I, I know there is quite a quite a gap between Temperance when you opened Taco Justice and when you guys opened uh, Burger Trash. But when you guys first opened it, were you were you in the trenches, like working in the food truck right away? Or did you hire staff right off the hop? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, 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 no. We were most definitely in the trenches of it right away. I think it was really important for, for both of us in understanding how it was going to be for our people. Um, and to gain that that first initial wave of of uh busyness and see the season to understand how it was going to be for our our staff was very very important from a leadership perspective of things so yeah no scott and we were we were in there and uh i i have to say even even so um that scott was in there more than i was in the Got beginning it. yeah
1: there's a yeah i think in in the beginning there was still i mean we had an idea which, which was evolving you know somewhat you know it's pretty pretty static now, Um, but yeah, those first little few bits, you know, we're still figuring some things
0: out. Cool. Um, Cool. Um, And there, there are three journeys. I just want to spit them all out. So I don't forget them, but there are three journeys I'd really uh, like to hear about. um, And I think the audience would too. Um, So uh, journey one is uh, come like deciding, because I imagine that kind of to your point in where you said, like, it's, it's a bad idea to start. You know, food truck if you just have one awesome dish but i still feel like part of the success of food truck does come from having like some signature dishes that are just like amazing and so i'd love to hear about what your process is for coming up with that dish and deciding that these are going to be the ones that you're going to put on your menu um why don't why don't we start with that question could you Could you shed some light on that process a little bit uh well i i think from from a burger from a burger crush perspective, I think that this this actually started long, long, long time ago. for Scott night. Uh, I mean, we've known each other for for a really, you know, a, a good amount of time, and uh, it, it's been passed back and forth uh, more than a few times. You know, on a Sunday afternoon, watching football, drinking a couple of beers, and and I think we've always known that this was the thing, and the, and the thing that just continually came up for us. Um, it was something that we both kind of had a a, a nostalgic feel for uh, as uh, uh, you know in our in our younger days um just having that very simple very classic but very very tasty uh, you know hamburger cheeseburger experience and uh as time kind of went on with burgers they seemed to develop into this you know uh crazier and bigger and uh you know uh, Gnarlier, gnarly, yeah, colossal, gnarlier thing, and we just, we just found that that, uh, collectively, that the, uh, the most desirable thing for us was uh, the classic, uh, done, absolutely perfectly, uh, hamburger and fries. Hmm. Nice, love it. Nice, nice and simple. Um, which I, which I, I, I have a hunch that's probably pretty important for a food truck is just have like a simple concept. Um, would you say that's true? Well, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, th- I think it depends. I mean, I mean food, food truck, I think the personality of a food truck, right? Like it kind of embodies, um, it, it's conveying the personality of something. So I think the branding is almost just as important as the product that you're that you're selling to people. It's, it's, uh, it's something that should be alive and um, uh, you should really feel it when you're consuming it. Hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I
1: think part of um, what we had envisioned with Burger Crush was um, a big part was the, the simplicity um, for us, the, the stress free nature of of being opposite of uh, of standing in front of that that menu. Um, you know, you know, that place you go where there's there's um, so many choices, you're paralyzed by the choice, whereas for us, it was it was very much like. Um, like, we want you to, we want to make the choice for you, you know? So that was, that was, it was anti sort of, um, cheesecake factory or like, yeah. uh, you know, that, uh, massive menu and, yeah. um, yeah, Just which, which is something that, that both stressed this out as, as food truck owner, restaurateurs, and, uh, we wanted to, um, focus in on it, but the danger with doing something so simple as well is that it's gotta be done just right you know and that's uh
0: that's where where i I, I yeah you have to you have to have an insatiable appetite for perfection i think restaurant owners operators and managers before we continue with the episode i want to ask you a question do you know if your marketing is working most restaurant owners are relying solely on organic social media and word of mouth marketing while these are both powerful they ultimately leave the growth of your restaurant to chance You can't control algorithms and you certainly can't control what people do, but you can use a system that will have a huge impact over time. I'd love to show you the guest magnet method. It's a simple but cohesive system that will accelerate the growth of your restaurant in a way that you can measure. It is backed by ROI, a return on your investment. If you want to learn about the most powerful way to grow your restaurant sales this year, Send an email to Kyle at guestgetter.co with magnet in the subject line and I'll get you all the details. All right, back to the show. And um what are so what are the what are the key steps that that someone would need to take to like bring a food truck into life? And then what are what are the steps that they need to take to, to then bring it to like a brick and mortar concept? I I know those are like there's a lot of shit you have gotta do, but like if you could just sort of distill it down for for people who maybe are interested and curious, um, and and maybe want to take 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 those steps. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Go ahead, Scott. Yeah. For for food truck, I mean, um, luckily for us um, and for me especially, was that there was a food truck already in existence that um, Temperance had. He had two food trucks, so um, he took the lion's share of the work um, getting that food truck up and ready to go for us um and which i would have had very little to no knowledge of how to do um at the time and uh i, I might be able to do it now let's we'll see um but yeah branding was a big big process for us um you know getting the branding together was um lots of lots of meetings lots of discussions um obviously product development tasting um You know was sort of uh, born on the back of of temperance spending his days in the kitchen and then um bringing it to us to to sample together and um right down to the uh the size of the fry we cut you know just sort of like figuring out exactly everything we're going to do um to permitting to everything um so yeah that's you know just your general business opening stuff you know working with the the city, the fire department, gas inspectors, those types of things. Um, to opening the doors, um, setting up supplier contacts, and everything. Um, you know, like it's it's an operation of a of a of a restaurant. It's just basically the food truck is the line. You have to find a commissary as well, um, which a lot of people um, I've had the pleasure of talking to a lot of people that want to open food trucks now, Cal, Um, and they don't realize that they need that. Um, I guess you don't have to have it, but if you're going to do any sort of volume, you'll need storage and preparation space in a commissary. So you have to figure out where those are and get that going. Um, yeah, and then to brick and mortar dumb. I guess uh, that was that was a lot more work than we thought it would be. Um, mm-hmm. um, my good, I think the education for both of us was uh, finding the right. It's not just about, you know, seeing a for lease sign on on a window and going there and saying, hey, we want to lease this. Um, it's, it's really what, what fits with you and, um, um, what's already in a space. Um, some landlords are particular in what they want in, to see in their developments. Um, most are in fact. And so we, we, we looked at a lot of different levels. Some spaces are going to cost a lot more to build out than others. So that was a good two year process year and a half anyways, yeah. before we, yeah. we really landed on the fourth street location. Which was in a in a way kind of a coincidence and luck in, a, in its own little way. Mm-hmm. Um, we had been um, um, looking at the same space as Taco fino, and um, so they came through with uh, they they ended up moving into that space. And as luck would have it, we were able to shuffle into their space. So um, that was a that was a, an interesting journey for sure. Um, and then once we signed on the lease. Again, just sort of uh, uh, looking at what what equipment we needed to get in there, um, we we ended up doing a, a full rebrand at that time um, because we weren't uh, um, super stoked on what we had, and um, it was good to get the truck up and running. But um, um, and I think uh, Temperance's uh, wife Chantel was uh, instrumental in working with our designer on that. Kayla,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, they did a really nice job of getting all that done, which was awesome. Um, so yeah, and then. I guess like staffing has sort of been another um challenging, just sort of building that. And even even just now we're talking about how that works and comes together and um figuring out all those needs. But it's uh it's interesting having worked in restaurants for so many years when you kind of create something out of nothing. Um you you're you're always constantly tweaking and building along the ways. Um yeah, and we will continue to do so. So
0: Totally. Uh, temperance, one thing you said, uh, that I found really interesting was the idea of, you know, the, the brand has to have, uh, personality, you know, and, and life. And I'm curious, I'm curious how you guys have, have been able to do that. Like, 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 how do you, how do you think about bringing that brand to life? Um, what, what's, what's worked, you guys? Think? Well, yeah, I think, uh, I think a lot of, like really uh challenging conversations uh, uh with with our collective minds um and um to be honest it's 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 like it's like pulling teeth sometimes like it's it's very very difficult to birth something out of out of nothing like it's I, it's a process um like unlike anything else and i think that's why um, uh, people that do branding. I I, I mean, they're, it's such an incredible thing that they do, because it's such a, like, it has such a tenacity to it, you know, and it's so challenging. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a very impressive, uh, to me, a very impressive line of work. For sure. And, um, it's Scott, something I remember about you is that you actually, uh, you used to be like a legit hockey player, right? Like you, you, like didn't you play OHL or something?
1: No, 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 no. I, I, uh, no, no. You're, you're making stuff up there. Um, I tried out for uh, um, junior hockey, and I played, um, I played scrimmage games with uh, um, a, a team here in BC. Um, yes, I was, I was a good minor hockey league player. I, well, I, I made the paper a few times, maybe, but that's about it. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I remember you. I remember you being quite an athlete. And something that I, I took took note of when we met the other day is, um, is I I feel like you have a little bit of a, a competitive. You have quite a competitive nature, um, and I'm I'm curious how how that plays out. Like what like do you are you like looking around at other burger spots and you're like, you know, I want to I want to dominate I want to like dominate other. Yeah, yeah.
1: Why, well, I think you just send me up here. Um, I see that. um, no, uh, what I said quite specifically is, um, um, I said my, my business partner is, is quite competitive with, uh, other burger spots and, uh, fast food. And, and then I said, and I'll say it again, is I want to beat everyone. Like it's, uh, I mean, it's my, my goal to, um, yeah, I mean, it's not just that to 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 compete against other burger spots, but yeah, yeah, there's some sort of drive. I think both of us have it, where we're we're always trying to um, better the competition. And in our business, the margins are small, so you gotta you always have to be thinking, um, you know, how you how you can you can sharpen that sword just a little bit more, um, better than your competition for sure. Um, we're very friendly and kind with competition, but it's also um, um, yeah part of the beast to uh, to want to do the best. That's
0: for sure. So,
1: yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: I, th- I think Scott and I both, uh, coming back to what I said earlier, I think Scott and I both have an insatiable appetite for perfection. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's never, you know, far, far enough along the line for us. It's never, um, we're never satisfied to, to kind of, yeah. Speak broadly about it. Mm-hmm. I, I love that because I think, I think a lot of, a lot of folks in this industry, like it, it's hospitality, right? And so there, there just isn't like that edge to, to what they do. And, and so I, I, I do, I, and like you said, the margins are slim. So I, I do think it's really important, which, which brings me to, um, y- you know, the, so guest getter, we're kind of like talking about like marketing and, you know, how, how bars and restaurants, food trucks, whatever can get more guests uh through their doors um you know increase the revenues blah 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 uh, and i'm curious for you guys what do you think has been the one or two most important things that you've done that have you know have allowed you to you know kind of keep, keep revenues going up and up?
1: i wonder what are the one or two things that we've done to keep our revenues sort of high um but food truck's a pretty small right. thing um so um one thing that I've learned from temperance, I'll, I'll say, is um, oh, we did this a lot at Canoe over the years, and other places I've worked. Is just like constantly looking for those efficiencies, um, so that you're not having, um, so that you can you can sort of push um, the boundaries a little bit, or sorry, push more product out to people without sacrificing the uh, the quality of what it is you're doing. So so that's one thing when you do have that demand. Um, I think the food truck in general, which was an education for me as I've always I've always had the pleasure of uh, um, dealing with things that um, are having things that are um, um, like fringe benefits in terms of a pub like, um, you know, great beer or uh, uh, music programs or friendly staff or um, whatever have you. The food truck is very much like that product needs to be the, the thing that really sings. Um, so in terms of just like making sure that that product's great, um, as well as like, uh, visually appealing for people, I think is a, a huge part of it too. Um, um, what do you, can you do as a food truck operator to keep people coming back? You know, I, I think consistency is a massive thing and, and there's still no reason you can't have friendly service. That's for sure. So, um, marketing, I think for us primarily has been very like, um, grassroots done sort of originally with our own iphones and um you know eventually hiring a photographer yogi who used to work here um we work with um and just sort of having content to put on social media um we've never really done much of anything else you know so but you know yeah people want to identify with the story a little bit i suppose like i guess is is
0: how they feel yeah what do you feel um yeah, I think it's it's to me like it, it, def, it definitely feels uh, uh, something that's as simple as you're only as good as your people. Okay. And you're only as good as the last product that you served, you know, or item that you served. I think those two things, um, I don't think you have to go much further than that. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Love it. Um, cool. So what, what advice would you give to, to just someone who, like, wants to, who's considering it, who's considering starting, or even just starting their own establishment? Um, what, like, what would you say to that person who just, like, knocks on your door and is like, hey, guys, I, I got this concept, like, should I do it? You know, what, what, what advice would you give? If you have, uh, if you have an idea, uh, you have a product, um, get a group of people together. In a, in a safe way, you know, these days, uh, outdoor, outdoors. Right. But, um, yeah, would get, I would get a group of people together. Um, not necessarily your friends, you know, but, but people who are going to give you a, a real, uh, response on, on what you've done. I think before you, before you make that bigger step, I think that's a good, you know, test the waters Got it in a, in a, in a uh, authentic way. Got it. Yeah, I
1: might, uh, I'd say, um, my advice would be to find the right business partner. Um, And uh, um, you you might, you might have a few, um, like tense moments for sure. So make sure it's someone that you know, you can get past those with. But um, as we all know, collaborating makes things better. Mm -hmm. And um, working with the right people can uh, um, help along the way and you both both have each other's back or and uh yeah having the right business partner is something i fully endorse so
0: love it and and before okay and just to let you know have like a little rapid fire session at the end i hope hope that's okay but before we get into that you guys could you guys take us to um to the the toughest moment uh you guys have had in this whole partnership like like not doesn't have to be a partnership but just like when was a point where you're like oh fuck like this is this is hard or this is tough, or, or this is like a big challenge. Could you take us to that point? Um, what, do you, what do you think, Scott?
1: Um, I think, like uh, what temper, like to mentioned, we are, were friends for a long time. We've known each other for a lot of years. Uh, so when you you enter into business, that relationship, um, that's not always friendly. Um, it's, it's business. I think for me, it was learning how to properly communicate um, as business partners. Um, you know, that was a, a learning experience for me. Yeah. That was a challenging thing we got. We got communication. Sure.
0: Yeah. yeah, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I can relate to that um, with, uh, with, with my partner, uh, in, in nimble bar company, Nate, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely some differing, uh, communication styles. Um, and would you, um, if you were to do it again, would you go the food truck model first, or would you go straight to brick and mortar?
1: i think for burger crush we had even uh um we had thought brick and mortar before we went food truck even um mm-hmm. and it just so like like i mentioned earlier like temperance had the um the extra food
0: truck that uh yeah and we it's converted. also it's uh, you know and also we kind of by just the financial skin of our teeth teeth kind of pulled things together mm-hmm. right like we we maxed out our you know the line of credits and the credit cards and we like pulled all all the pennies from the couch, kind of thing to 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 make it a reality, mm-hmm. um, which is which is another great, I suppose, reason to start at that level because that's true. It, you know, you don't have to put your your whole, you know, it doesn't take quite as much, I guess, to start from that level. How much about how much can someone expect to invest in starting a food truck? I know it probably varies, but like you know, ballpark. And then secondly, how long would it take to sort of get to a point where you're kind of breaking even and sort of on the up and up? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, so the first one I would probably say de- de- and it's de- very, very dependent on uh, your concept but you're probably looking at a couple hundred thousand dollars and um, your return on investment is completely dependent totally. on, on the, uh, uh, on your ability to put together a successful business.
1: Got it. Yeah. We had, uh,
0: um, yeah, I don't know, probably
1: it can vary anywhere from, you know, really fast to probably a couple of years. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you guys ready for a quick four question rapid fire round? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's, what's your favorite cocktail? Negroni Caesar. Nice. Uh, what's um, what are your, what are your favorite slash most useful books you've ever read? Does that make sense? Books?
1: Yeah. Hmm. Um, good question. Hi, I'm, I'm a big fan of, um, um, uh, I do a lot of reading of the Stoics, um, uh, Marcus Aurelius' Meditations. I, I I refer to a lot. Um, yeah, in terms of uh, um, simple hospitality books, um, Danny Myers' Setting the Table was uh, influential earlier in my career, and definitely fall
0: back on that now and then. So, uh, I would have to say, yeah, in- instrumental book for me, I think was At- me and the Eckhart Tolle book, uh, Power of Now, that I read when I was. Uh, you know, in my early twenties. Nice. Yeah. We got one. Um, so let's say the uh, the government grants you guys uh, fifty thousand dollars to uh, grow your grow your business somehow. Uh, how would you How would you spend that fifty thousand dollars?
1: Ooh, question. <laughs>
0: We're going to Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh... Our business fifty uh, thousand dollars be. I'd say that's a good start. Um, I don't know. What would what would we do with fifty thousand? We probably, I think we'd probably look at um, renovating the space that we currently have, maybe with that money and um, reconfiguring some things to yeah. make it more efficient, um, and maybe set aside some uh, money to um, to invest in our uh, our management team a little bit and yeah, some of their training. Yeah um, would be something that I know we both want to
0: do. Awesome. Awesome. And finally, uh, where, like, where should people go to, to learn more about you guys? Do you have any, any, any place you'd like people to go check you out?
1: Um, yeah, I think that that probably the, uh, um, the easiest and most would be www.burgercrush.ca or there's going to be three W's in there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. W's. yeah make sure you put them in yeah yeah http uh, yeah no web is a
0: large place. Yeah, totally.
1: yeah.
0: awesome and is there is there anything i is there anything i should have asked you guys but i didn't any any stones i left unturned um
1: the one thing i would say um yeah that there, there might be a challenge in the city of victoria um is uh you cannot operate a food truck on the street really so that's right it's, yeah uh, it's it's knowing, not like yeah, in the
0: rules not yeah. like vancouver or mm-hmm. you know other metropolis cities it's just yeah the city is is uh got different rules here yeah well like in the states you can just like drive around and be in different locations all the time right yeah and i think yeah. actually even like vancouver has a lottery so what they do is they have uh, all the participating food trucks that are going that, that are going for licenses they ask them to present their food dishes to the city and then the city selects based on uh, what they think is actually the best food for the city on the street which which is a great way of doing things that are, you know if we even had like five or six spots in the city for something like that that is it's a great model cool yeah cool. awesome guys well thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys taking the time and coming on. Pleasure. Yeah, pleasure. Yeah. Thanks Thanks
1: for having us. Thanks for having us.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Guest Getter. I'm your host, Kyle Guilfoyle. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. As always, you can head over to guestgetter.co to check out the resources in this episode's show notes and sign up for our weekly newsletter. That is it for today. We'll see you next time.